Welcome to a podcast of Torrent RSSDIT TV organized by Dr. Prakash Keshwani, Dr. Banshee Sabu, and Dr. K. Gaparika Jaipur. This podcast is brought to you by the rightdoctors.com digital knowledge partner to the event. I'm Dr. Motilal Negi, uh, MD Medicine, uh, currently working as a professor of medicine in Lady Harding Medical College. Uh, today, I'll be talking about management of diabetes in which initially we fail to control. As we all know, diabetes is a disease which over a period of time, you know, the control becomes difficult. So today I'll talk about what, how are we going to deal with these kind of patients. As we already know, the American Diabetic Association and you know European Association of Study and uh, of Study of Diabetes, which you called is ADA oblique EASD. Usually they say that we start with metformin, 500 milligram, you know, at the bedtime, and gradually, if it is not controlled after three months, then we have an option of uh, choosing from multiple various class of drugs which includes sulfonylureas, then uh, pioglitazone group of drugs, DPP-4 inhibitors, SGLT2 inhibitors, GLP-1 agonist, and as well as insulin. So now we'll have to decide that, you know, what is the level of HbA1c after three months. And along with that, we will have to decide what is the comorbidity and uh, level of social support, age of the patient, complications, microvascular, macrovascular. So if the initial uh, after that is really, really high, let's suppose uh, say that if the HbA1c is more than 10 and the patient is symptomatic, symptomatic means what we call this, usually, you know, osmotic symptoms in the form of weight loss, polyuria, polydipsia, polyphagia, then it is recommended that an injectable in the form of insulin or a GLP-1 agonist is added to the regimen. And along with that, you know, if the fasting is really, really high, fasting is more than 250 milligram or the random is more than 300 or there are symptoms and again here the injectables like you know, insulin can also be added. If the HbA1c is more than 9, then probably two drugs at the onset are required. However, you know, after that, they say you, know, you can add as a second agent from this basket of drugs right from SGLT to DPP4. Anyone can be added as a second agent. As we already had said, you know, all the recommendations are for metformin to be added, you know, starting as a first agent. Along with that, then based on various risk factors. Let's come to the, you know, suppose uh, if the patient has a established cardiovascular disease, the data shows that uh, SGLT2 inhibitors have a robust data. If there is established serious factors, established uh, cardiovascular disease, if GLP-1 agonist and, you know, SGLT2 inhibitors are indicated. Otherwise, if weight gain in this issue, then uh, DPP-4 inhibitors can be added. And 
as far as SGLT2 inhibitors are concerned, you know, after the out, after the this, you know, outcome trials have become mandatory, uh, they have been shown to have significant uh, CV, CVD protection in patients who have already have a CVD event. Along with that, uh, they have shown to have significant reduction in the risk of hospitalization of heart failure and reduction in the progression of diabetic uh, nephropathy disease. Along with that, uh, if weight gain is not an issue, then probably sulfonylureas and uh, glenides can also be added. You were listening to a podcast of Torrent RSSDITV organized by Dr. Prakash Keshwani, Dr. Banshee Sabu, and Dr. K. Gaypar This podcast is brought to you by the RightDoctors.com digital knowledge partner to the event. We bring insights from the world's best medical minds to audiences worldwide. The Right Doctors is a Google Launchpad digital health startup and is a knowledge partner of choice for medical conferences, CME, specialty journals and scientific events from the field of medicine. If you like this podcast share it with your friends and visit our website www.therightdoctors.com.